Steven, you should have been prepared for that. You knew it, you knew, and you didn't. And what you just heard, those are fireworks, by the way. Lantern Festival done and over now, so it's pretty much back to normal. January tracks up, website updated, smog and running. <laughs> Is it good for your health? Good question. Monday, February 6, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you folks are doing well. And um, yeah, so a little bit going on. Actually, I mean, not entirely crazy. Um, so the fireworks that you heard uh, at the beginning there, that was uh, actually last night. Uh, and you could see the detritus all over the place this morning. Um, the, I didn't get out tomorrow for my walk until about 7, just after 7 or so. And by the second lap of my, uh, so it takes me about 15 minutes to do a lap or so. Uh, by the second lap, the the yard people, the yard folks, the yard workers had basically cleaned up everything. So it wasn't, uh, like it was fireworks, uh, debris all over the place. Uh, I guess they were, uh, like I fell asleep actually. So it was, I didn't catch all of it. I woke up every now and then when there were fireworks going on. Uh, and there were quite a few, but they, I guess each sort of corner of the compound had fireworks. And I'm not sure if it was the same family or if it was different families. Uh, again, lighting, uh, setting off fireworks in the city is not allowed. Like, this is not allowed at all. Uh, but uh, I'm guessing they're having a hard time policing it. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's sort of the issue. So, But uh, that, that, that marks the end of it. So that will be... There won't be any more fireworks. No, that's a lie. There was some tonight. Actually, I heard them again. Uh, but uh, with the end of the Latin Fe- Lantern Festival, that's where you kind of um, was it? You set your do you set the wish in the lantern, or do you set your your sins or whatever you want to your your old self in the Latin lantern? You set it on fire and you let it float away, sort of thing. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, so you know, so it marks the. The official beginning of the uh, the new year, as it uh, as it sort of so, uh, as it sort of unwinds or un unrolls unravels un unwinds it what it's now the new year. <laughs> new year celebrations are over. Back to normal. If you're not back at work, then you probably quit your job. Which apparently, <laughs> oh snappers, um, a lot of people have done. <laughs> there has been a huge restructuring going on and. Uh, you've no doubt heard of the uh, the tech layoffs in the states, but what's not really being talked about is that there's a massive amount of not layoffs, resignations going on in China because apparently uh, some of the car companies hadn't paid, hadn't given a very good bonus, a year-end bonus to their employees, and so they just some of them just walked out after a spring festival. I'm not sure if they went back to work first. Or they just went to, like, they just didn't show up for work anymore. They went home for Spring Festival and just was like, nah, forget this. I'm not going to do it. But uh, tech industry continues to get laid off here as well, even though tech stocks have done well today. And, of course, AI stocks were doing well uh, in the Chinese market, as they continue to do in uh, North America as well. Uh, but, yeah, things are pretty much back to normal. Um, I did see a few people, I'm hearing... I mentioned that my neighbor uh, was moving, but then also I hear they're cleaning out the uh, apartment opposite me. That's pretty normal though, because that that apartment gets rented. It's like one of these um, how do you call it? 
Lianjia places, or it's, or it's not Mai Tian, it's probably Lianjia. Lianjia is sort of this, uh, it's like the Airbnb equivalent here in mainland China. Uh, if you know Chinese, you can get some uh, decent deals on cheap rooms and stuff like that to uh, stay in, but uh, it's not it's not really... They do have long-term rentals as well, monthly and long-term rentals, rentals, but it's also a place where you can literally rent a, uh, a room for a month or two, like short-term rentals, a day, a weekend, uh, a week, or a month, or, or longer sort of thing. So, And that uh, that apartment's had different people through that. That's... <sighs> I look stable compared to what they are, basically, compared to that uh, uh, that apartment. Uh, but anyway, um, January Tracks finally put up all the, the tracks up on my website as well. Unleashed, 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 I released the full track listing on Anchor.fm and Spotify, so you can have a listen to that. Um, and I've been thinking, yeah, I did mention Bandcamp. Uh, I might go ahead with this, if I just find the time, to tell you the truth, it's kind of Difficult to make the the time all the time. I'm a lot more organized this year, though, because all of the uh, the the images and the compressions, like the wave file and MP3s, they're all there. Like it's it's all it's all ready to go, sort of thing. So it's a matter of just making sure I can get it uploaded. Uh, was debating whether or not hmm, this kind of goes together with because <laughs> I was also up, up, updating all the audio blogs and stuff like that and going. This is a lot of work. <laughs> this is a lot of work, and it's a lot of stuff that I'm kind of going. I'm putting this all on my website, and at some point, like the website's going to become almost unwieldy to maintain. And it already is. It's a huge database, to tell you the truth. It's massive. It has a lot of stuff on there dating back years. Uh, and I'm not sure if it really affects performance for other people's like the what other people sort of see because I don't really use the the website as someone who doesn't know me would use it, right? So when I use it, like I'm updating it, and I'm doing that for my own record so I can keep things sort of in line, organized, uh, keep my, uh, not just the files in order, but my thoughts in order as well, because it is sort of a chronological, um, I guess, record of my travels and the things I've done on my travels. And this January and this December drumming, as much as I am pretty much situated in China at the moment, I these I, I still kind of very much consider myself to be traveling at a, at the moment sort of thing, which is a bizarre sort of thing to say, um, and that these projects, these month-long projects, are are they a distraction from the traveling? Are they um, in addition to the traveling? Like, could I could I replicate this? I guess. One of the big com- fears of commitment that I've had, and this is this has plagued me as far as I can tell, like the the desire to keep moving and to be moving on just about all the time, has prevented me from committing to certain things, and, and not just like people. I'm talking like my own ideas. Like, well, Steve, you talk about this. Why don't you go do it? It's like, well, you know, because if I do, then I'll be committed to doing it for the next ten, fifteen years of my life. Not appreciating the fact that even with an audio blog like this, which I've been doing for over a year, year and a half, almost two years to tell you the truth. Yeah, this started, did I start last year? No, I started it two years ago in May 2021. I started the big podcast three years ago in April 2020. Uh, And uh, it's one of these things where you're kind of going, well, if you were committed to this for the next 10 years, and so the reason why this ties in with the website is that, that's a lot of MP3 files on my website. 
okay. It's a lot of, they're all like 23, 30 megs, stuff like that. Then you add the December drumming, then the January's like, it adds up and I'm looking at, and all the photos and stuff like that. I don't host videos on my website. I'm starting to think that it, I might have to find a better way of archiving things, either on a separate server uh, or another drive somewhere, like another cloud drive or something. Uh, I do want to maintain access to these things, and I, although I like giving them away for free, I'm also kind of wondering if maybe for archives I should put up a paywall, because honestly, I mean, who, who really cares, to tell you the truth? <laughs> and if you're going to try to dox me or something, then you're going to pay for it, basically, right? So that's that's sort of, that's my feeling on that whole issue uh but uh so i did up to update the uh, the website uh, audio blogs and everything um and just thinking yeah with all the because uh, it did take me a couple hours and one of the one hour at least was spent thinking about wait a minute how of course I'm trying to automate this thing i still haven't figured it out i mean but i'm trying to do a lot and in the time that it takes me to research automating these things i can just do it manually right there's not that much work to do it's just that it's tedious uh it's weekly and i have to do it and there's it's prone to error and my own boredom basically and by boredom i mean it's just this it's the same thing and as much as i do uh, enjoy having the uh the record and the orderliness of it i i you know (laughs) What else would I do with my time? I mean, there's probably a few other things I could find myself, uh, find, find to do, basically. Uh, but so what I was looking at automating today was actually extracting the album art. And I use a program called KID3. It's an MP3 tag, or it's a, an IDE tag, meta, like a meta editor, metadata information album titles, uh, copyright, album art, that's all metadata, right? And you can change this stuff. And I use this program, KID3, K-I-D-3, to um, make these changes. Before I started using this program, I used to have to use either Audacity or Logic Pro to spit out these files again and change the metadata. Well, now I don't have to do that. Uh, And I don't have one, I'm thinking for video. Does Handbrake do that? It might. Handbrake might be the one that, like, as a metadata editor for video. Um, and so it's it's just a handy tool. And I was thinking, well, there's got to be a way to automate the extraction of the album art. Because of all things, to get the album art formatted perfectly, I want it to be 400 by 400 pixels. Okay, so that's uh, one. Number two... Uh, it needs to be creatively titled after what the image actually is. So like today's album artwork might be the firework debris. In that case, I want it to be called like the, the file name plus and then dash firework debris. You know, that that's kind of what I want it to be titled. Or it could be like Chinese food, it could be donuts, it could be early morning sky. So it does have, a, have to have a, a creative title to it. Uh, but getting like the creative part might be difficult, but the the mechanical album art extraction should be able to be automated. I settled on creating a hotkey for it, <laughs> uh, and so instead, I just I now have a, a little hotkey. So I open up these things in uh, Kid Three, and instead of having to right click and blah blah blah, I just uh, hit this hotkey that I have. This is the shortcut, and uh, it's. It does it automatically. What it does not do 
is rename the file. <laughs> and then from there, so I have to rename the file, okay, but then I also have to resize it. And that's all, that's a, a, a Mac OS uh service like you i uh, created another little short service here today a quick quick action i think it's called an automator uh, and so that's where you right click and you go to services or uh, quick actions and you can choose something to be done on the mac os and i created it one that where it scales the image to 400 by 400 and puts it in a special folder so that part was easy enough to get done so now i've sort of solved one issue of the uh the automation process because before i was trying to go to a website, download the image, read it, grab the title, retitle it, retitle the, the file name. Here, I didn't realize I could, to be honest, I didn't actually know I could extract the album art from these MP3s, which is, hey, dummy, did you check? Uh, how do you check this if you don't know, right? Right? With this, that means now what I could do, I could create a folder on my computer, drop the MP3 file into that folder, with that, I can create a quick action in that folder that is triggered. When an MP3 file is dropped in there, it will open up KID3. It'll extract the album art. Once it's done that and dropped it into a special folder, that folder will resize it to 400 by 400 and drop it into another folder. Not only that, with the MP3, uh, it could... Uh, I think it could also rename. I'm not sure. Oh, it could rename. I know I could get the uh, the f photos to rename if I drop them into a specific folder. I know I've, I've done that before. Uh, and then I have not had any success of automatically uploading MP3s to the website. That seems to be beyond me. I can't seem to figure out how to do it. I'm not even sure if I want that, to tell you the truth. Like, maybe it's a too powerful of a, um, a tool. It'd be nice... The only other thing I'd want to do is, and I've tried this before, is to try to do a sort of a mail merge function wherein it takes the text of the audio blog. I do these little write-ups, grabs that, and then puts it into an HTML-friendly format, and then takes that and emails it to the website, so then it could be added, appended to the uh, the website. This, I mean, it's got to be possible. I, I mean. I'm thinking of things here that maybe I'm trying to make my life easy here and or maybe I'm trying to make my life more difficult. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but uh, I did realize, actually, uh, I was thinking about this because uh, I heard another another guy was uh, going to be leaving in the next couple of months. He's, at, he's not leaving Beijing, but he's uh, thinking about switching jobs as well. And some people I know, they do like to work with people. And I'm sitting here going, well, I'd like I'd one of the reasons I kind of like the job right now is that I, I am not working with a lot of different people, right? And I'm not forced into a lot of those conversations. I mean, I do spend a lot of myself, and again, I'm talking to myself in my apartment to my cell phone, right? That's that's it. I, but if I work, <laughs> I talk to a computer, I record podcasts, talking to computers and cell phones, and I try to automate work so I don't have to ever hire someone else to do that sort of easy stuff that although it's easy I tend to put off very very well I think I also I enjoy the process of um, figuring things out like this I really do I, I think that's probably one of the the neat little things it's, it's sort of like a, a game to me where it's like well I bet you can't do this I, I bet you can't do it all yourself and I go yeah watch me challenge accepted sort of thing uh, that being said I do I do understand I do appreciate the fact that you know 
there's a point where if if you're trying to do it all yourself, you're not going to be do you're not going to be able to do it all well, right? Like the the point of getting someone else involved is to take a burden off of you, and so you can focus on what you're good at. Now, again, this stuff is automation stuff. I I, I think I'm more intrigued by the automation factor rather than just the cost savings of it because. Again, this podcast doesn't make any coin, um, even if it did, which, again, kind of lends itself, well, should I put a paywall on the archives sort of thing, uh, just to, you know, in case someone wants to help me out a little bit, pay for some of my hosting fees and stuff like that, uh, I could uh, do that, which also adds to the whole Patreon idea again. Boy, Steve, you keep talking about this stuff. When are you going to take the step there, buddy? Oh, and I should have been prepared. Well, my big deal today was actually to go to the bank and try to remit money or send money overseas back to Canada. Um, it didn't work. It failed. Uh, of course, there was a guy uh, in internship, uh, and he was an intern, so he didn't really know what he was doing. Uh, the the lady he pro- who processed my passport a couple months ago, she was there, uh, but they both made it very clear that it's like, so I had the, when you send money, when you wire transfer something as a foreigner here in China, you need three or four things. You need your contract, you need your pay slips, you need the proof of tax, and of course you need your bank card and your passport, right? So since I changed passports last year, it's this I'm not sure if this will cause an issue. What I what I ended up doing was I and I haven't sent money back to Canada in a long time. I was thinking I could take pay slips from like 2019 and then my latest contract and just go do it that way, since that I do have proof that I paid tax on all that money. Basically, you have to prove that you actually paid tax on your earnings, right? So you, uh, that, that's, you, you make a bunch of money in, in China, uh, you have to pay tax on it, and if you are sending more money out of the country than you earned, I don't know if they let you do that. <laughs> I think it's, uh, uh, not, it's not illegal, I just don't think you're allowed to do that. And again, there is a restriction of, you, ha- you can only send up to 50,000 US dollars per year, I think. I'm not sure if that's per individual, uh, as a foreigner, or as a Chinese national. I can't remember to tell you the truth. Uh, but uh, all that being said, I, I fuffed it up. I, I just messed it up. I mean, I went there with my, my most recent contract. I didn't have any of the, the newer pay slips or anything. I had old pay slips. Uh, it, and it was just uh, a mess. It was just a mess. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So then I, of course, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll have to... I'm not sure if I have the fortitude to go back and um, go and try it again. So I came back to the department and I started printing out pay slips and stuff like that. Well, the printer doesn't work. Oh, bloody hell. Are you kidding me? Of course. Of course. It turns out the, the nozzles were clogged and you had to deep clean the thing. Uh, so that took an hour. <laughs> hour, hour and a half. Something like that. I got everything printed. Um, but I guess if I wanted to do it properly... I'd have to go to the company to get them stamped. Like, they have to be chopped. That's that little red stamp that you see in these movies and stuff like that. It's true. That part of living in China is not false. And for all it's worth, if you don't have the chop, if you don't have the stamp, the person on the other side of the desk can reject it. It's like, are you kidding me? You guys put people in in, in the space place... And I need a little red stamp to verify something? WTF. Are you kidding me? But that's how it is. 
smog and running. Uh, okay, so I'll try again with the money thing later on. I'm not sure when I build up the mental fortitude to go through that process one more time. Smog and running. So if you've been in Beijing for the, today and yesterday, I'm not sure if this is firework debris, smog, f- fog, whatever it is, but it does not smell very good. Uh, <laughs> online AQI air quality index re- was reading at about 182, 177 uh, this afternoon. Of course, I Googled. Didn't chat GPT because I don't have that just yet. Uh, I Googled, you know, can you run in smog? And they're like, well, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> You know, if it's more than 150, my you could wear a mask, uh, but it's probably safer if you didn't. If you could, if you could run inside, do that. I'm like, well, I can't run inside. So normally I would run four miles, and I was like, you know what? I don't really want to run four miles, but if I go run two miles, and it's like, well, that's not really. Is it worth my time? I guess it is. So I ended up putting. I I ran three miles instead. Three three point something, whatever it is, and I put a mask on instead, like this cloth mask that is supposed to help with the PM2.5. Now, I didn't put the filter in, so I'm still sucking back that PM2.5 goodness stuff, but um, those masks, like I have better than the surgical masks, because it's a cloth mask, I find that it just filters the air a little bit better. Now, the surgical masks are different application, whereas for the whole coronavirus debacle that we've had for the last three years they insisted upon the surgical mask because that one blocks more of the uh, uh, particulate matter like your spit that's what it is like it's not as breathable in that way so it's it's because it's a synthetic fiber the cloth mask i understand is that you can still get those heat vapors out of it sort of thing right so it's that's where um and and since it's cloth, it kind of sticks, right? But you, you apparently you're able to transmit more of your spit through the cloth mask than you can through those uh, synthetic masks. At least that's how I understand it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Troll me if you have to. <laughs> anyway, the cloth masks are better for running because they are more breathable, which is... And these are, and if you're kind of wondering, Steve, it's kind of dangerous to go running with a mask, you would be right. You are right. Not running with those surgical masks, not a good idea. Uh, but um, there are, you know, very similar to uh, the air restriction, like the, the O2. They have certain masks where you can wear them and it restricts your breathing. The idea is elevation masks, I think they're called. Uh, and so you put them on and it simulates the thinness of air uh, so it doesn't allow you to breathe in as much it has to be a firm seal though around your face like the bane mask that that's kind of like that uh, but it has to be firm seal so if you have a beard it kind of doesn't really work as well uh, but it simulates if you're going like hiking up a mountain like mount everest sort of thing like where the th- air is really thin it's those types of masks that uh, some people will train in uh, I've seen fighters, like um, uh, kickboxers and stuff, like train with some of them, like one or two of them fighting with them, uh, or not fighting with them, but training with them. Um, again, to and that helps work your lungs a lot better. Now, that's in clean air environments. I don't know if that's a good idea in a city like Beijing, where <laughs> the small amount of air that's getting through your lungs is filled with coal dust, um, <laughs> is that a good idea? Uh, I don't know. So I did end up doing three miles uh, running, and then I came back in. I did some steel club work, uh, steel mace work, and stuff. I never did get around to the steel club. 
Yeah, I wasn't entirely motivated. I'm not going to lie, these, these smoggy days do not inspire movement. They just don't. Uh, but uh, got to the grind anyway, clocked it in, and got it done. All right, so we're going to leave it there. We're over 20 minutes already. Oh, wow, getting close to 25. Thanks for your, your patience. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stephensersky.com. At least for now, they will be there. I'm not going to be paywalling anything just yet. Uh, but uh, it does seem to be something that I, it's something I'm thinking about, to tell you the truth, uh, going through. Also, uh, sent out a uh, couple of newsletters this weekend. Uh, the my, my Sersky's Word, which is my, my newsletter that I yak about even more stuff, um, more in text format. It for, I like this because it forces me to write, which is something I've, I've neglected over a very long time. And I also sent out a new uh, language vlog. Uh, article as well new, uh, newsletter so which i have some more ideas for that i have an interesting idea that i want to try out very soon anyway folks i'm gonna leave it there thanks for listening i appreciate it have a good one we'll talk again bye bye